Welcome back. Episode 7. Feeling a little emotional today. I'm frustrated. I'm aggravated. I feel as though I'm all alone trying to find a needle in a haystack. I pray someone, anyone, will help us get this fixed. Please and thank you. A little while later, I messaged Madison to let her know what we need to do. She's like my little secretary. And the thing about it is, she wants to be part of it. After all, Megan is her older sister. I told her I'm a little nervous, but I know I need to get this done. I have a nervous feeling in the pit of my stomach. 4.52 p.m., Madison and I are at the library. Madison wants to type the newspaper ad to send it to a reporter's email. I'm really hoping he receives it and he can help us. I need someone like this to help me to know what steps to take. Please don't play out to be like the others before. Madison sent it. It says it's been sent. She then sent it to my email in case we need it for future use. Thank you, Madison, for all your help. I feel good about today. I hope this works for us. 6.33 p.m., I received a message from my niece, Jennifer. She wrote, Hey, Aunt Emily, call me when you can. I found addresses for most of the parents or family that I found names of, but I have a question about two things. I wrote, All right, give me about 20 minutes and thank you. She wrote, All right, and you're welcome. About 20, 25 minutes later, I called her. We talked for about an hour, catching up and talking about the holidays. She told me about the addresses and some more she is going to try to get. I'm so grateful for her. Thank you so much, Jen. At 8.04 p.m., she sent me about 11 names and relations and some addresses to the headstones. There is one I have talked to and I look forward to talking to her again. Jennifer asked me, how are you going to contact them? I said, I'm going to put flyers on their doors or mail them letters. She said, that's a good idea. January 9th, 2020. No, I haven't heard from anyone. I drove through the cemetery. I feel a little nervous driving through by myself, but I made it. No one is here but one vehicle and it looks as though they were leaving. When I return back home, my niece, Jennifer, starts sending me addresses of family members to the names on the headstones. Wow, is my thought, because this is going to be a big help. And she tells me all the time to quit telling her this, but thank you. I start writing the addresses on paper to be able to write them off a little easier onto the envelopes to be mailed out. I'm sending one to every address we have because we can't take the chance of not sending to all of them. And yes, I know all of them will not be a part of any of this, but I need to see who comes forward. Thank you. January 10, 2020. I thought maybe there was a possibility that beep, beep would have called today. But while I wait for any calls, I will write the rest of the addresses on paper. And as of right now, I can start addressing them. And by Monday, I can put them in the mail. 
or I'm thinking when I get 50 or 60 of them, I will go mail them and then do a little at a time. Wish me luck. It is now 3.50 p.m., so maybe not today, but if I don't hear from him the rest of today or Monday, I will call him to see where he is at with all of this. Please, mister, beep, don't mislead me. You said on the phone this past Wednesday that you will not take my information and not get back to me. So please do not do that to me. Madison and I went to the cemetery. They are set up to have a funeral. The headstone truck is here also. I have been wanting to see how much dirt is around a headstone after they set one in. The one I saw the other day did not have much dirt around it at all, but the one they set west of the tree in Megan's area had a lot of dirt spread around that headstone. Oh, and before I forget, I did go back to see the names of the city councilmen I sent letters to, and the one I thought that is now the new city manager Beep, beep, is not on the list of letters I sent back in 2016. So that's a good thing. I just wish someone with a fresh set of eyes would want to take some time out to look at the pictures and the timeline. I wish for someone to help. I sit here this evening thinking about the events of this and maybe, maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree. Maybe I should be talking to another official. I know Monday I'm going to mail some of these letters out, and then I will make calls to some attorneys, and then I may talk to someone about this case to see which way I should go. Gosh, I just wish for a break. Someone come forth and tell me what you know. January 11, 2020. Madison copied the ad and I start writing on sticky notes the names on the headstones to mail to the family the person belongs to. I wrote the addresses on the envelopes and Madison stuffed them. We did 100 of them today. I'm excited about this and I'm hoping like heck every one of them calls related in one way or another. Thank you, Madison, for your help. I did get some advice and I'm going to wait. And I'm being hopeful, Mr. B will call me back soon. After all, he did say he would. January 12, 2020. Today, Madison and I stuffed another hundred envelopes to the possible family members of the loved ones laid to rest in the area. We also went to the cemetery Megan's flowers are still under the tree. I'm relieved to see that. Although February 1st, they will remove any and everything on the headstones. So we will remove the flowers ourselves, and after the first, put some more on for Valentine. I'm hoping that being a new week, a positive movement happens for us. January 13, 2020. A prayer I read this morning. So let us not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap a harvest time if we do not give up. Galatians 6, 9. Thank you. I needed to read this, and believe me, I'm not giving up. This evening I'm thinking, what's next? 
I started looking for an attorneys in hopes that one, just one would want to help us. I thought I'd start looking online to see who is out there. I found a web page to help individuals find attorneys, so I filled it out. I wrote, in 2015, there were floodwaters that flooded a cemetery and moved headstones. In 2016, they claimed they cut down a tree, a tree that never stood there. I have pictures to prove it dated back to 1999. In 2016, I had a meeting with them and over the past couple years, meetings with them have always been stalled. All this time has passed with me continuing to take pictures to prove this case. In January of 2019, we did get an admittance to the headstones being moved. To this past November, we had the baby disinterred to now having more concerns than before. With more pictures to show something is not right. The casket was opened in the hole video and pictures to prove that too. Then they dumped the water in the casket onto the ground. We want this resolved. Please help. As I sat the paper to the side, I wrote to the attorneys, I pray that someone will read this and want to help. I'm also hoping that beep, beep calls me back tomorrow. And if not, I will call him. January 14, 2020. I'm having such an emotional day. My anxiety level is high. I feel it. I'm anxious about Mr. Beep calling me back. Today will be the fourth day he has known and only two days since we sent off the letters to hopefully most of the family members. I told Madison, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. I guess I need to just sit back for a few days and wait to hear something, anything. 10.22 a.m. And I keep thinking, all of this is because one man told a lie. I went to the cemetery to drive through. And as I went to pull up, I saw a city dump truck and a city truck with a trailer and a tractor on the back. I went down the road until they pulled out and were gone. Then I pulled in and drove through the cemetery. I went to visit Wyatt. I asked him to watch over us and to send someone our way to help us. I went to see Megan and I asked her to watch over us. I told each of them we loved them and to send someone to help Nan Ann. As I said that to her, I felt a sense of peace come over me. It was like a feeling of be patient, try to relax. And as I felt that, I laughed a little and said, all right, babies, I will try. Thank you, my angels. And I left the cemetery. 4.08 p.m., I received my first call today. There's a lady on the other end, and although it had nothing to do with them, I appreciate her calling to let me know. She said, I got mail for the man's name on the envelope but he doesn't live here anymore. I thanked her for calling to let me know. She said, I hope you can get this worked out and everything works out for you. I said, yes, me too, and thank you, ma'am. We hung up. I thought, my babies are watching over me. Thank you, angels. 
January 15, 2020. Feeling heavy hearted today, I'm anticipating the calls I may get. I did get one yesterday, maybe two. I did get a call from beep, beep, and I'm waiting to see if they call back. As my day went on, I cleaned to dust the air to stay busy. At 3.03 p.m., I have just dropped Madison off at her sports class at school. I'm driving home to receive a call that was having a hard time connecting. The person called right back. It did not connect. I parked on the side of the street near my house and I called the number back. A man on the other end said, hello? I asked him, are you trying to call my number? He said, yes. He said who he was and he had received a letter and we talked about it for about 45 minutes with the clarification that he will back me, him and his wife. He said too, I'm at the cemetery while I'm talking with you. I cried and he wasn't too happy about the situation either. When we hung up, I was so darn emotional. I'm crying and I feel happy at the same time. 6.36 p.m. I also receive an email this evening. It is from a newspaper reporter, Mr. Beep. I read it and this is what it said. Hi, Miss McMahon. I have discussed this potential ad with our staff and we accept the subject, but a couple things would be necessary for it to print. It would have to include your name and contact information in case someone wants to respond. It would have to say paid advertising at the top of the ad, and it will only state the facts which are verifiable. An ad about five inches wide by four inches in height of which this would need to be in order to make a good layout. And read would cost about beep on a Sunday and beep on a weekday. Feel free to contact me with any questions. Beep, beep. As I read it, I felt excited. I'm really thankful that he even got in touch with me. So thank you. Beep. And I want to say thank you to all who have helped, for the ones who's listened and the ones who's given advice, and to the ones that let me have my space to get through this. January 16, 2020. I woke up this morning feeling grateful for the day I had yesterday. I'm grateful for this day also. I wish for calls today. I didn't hear anything from anyone, but I'm going to stay hopeful. And besides, after what I have been through, through, been through with all of this, I can't let one day not hearing anything from someone or anyone discourage me. I'm not going to. As my day went on, I emailed Mr. B back to say, 6.51 p.m. Good evening. Beep, Mr. Beep. I'm in agreement with contact and the paid advertising agreement and the facts being stated. I have a couple questions. What's the best day of the week with the most readers of Monday through Friday? And by what day of the week does the ad need to be ready to run for that week? 
Thank you so much for your help, and I appreciate you getting back to me. Emily, I'm praying for a good day tomorrow with lots of callers. Guide me, dear God. Give me the strength, and I will get this done. I can do this. At 7.59 p.m., I'm looking at pictures to be able to prove what I know to be true. I found two more differences. One, the red bricks that laid around Sheridan, beep, Little Rock headstone. I spotted about three of them, and it looks to be like the bricks laying in the grass between the tree and the headstones of beep, Beep, Sheridan, beep, and Megan's headstone where they were floated off to. Two, the double headstones that laid in the front of the tree now used to lay between the south tree and the north tree in 1999. I mean, come on, people. I know you can see this. January 17, 2020. It's such a cold and gloomy day. It's been raining all morning and early afternoon. I know, or at least I hope, the drain systems work for the people that have loved ones in the cemetery. I am hopeful it will drain the water. January 18, 2020. My gosh, the cemetery is flooded. It's like a pond out here in Megan's area. I can't believe they did all that work and the drains don't work. Or, in my mind, I'm thinking, maybe karma's biting them in the ass because I know what I believe to be true to, well, maybe I better keep my comments to myself until this gets resolved and out there for the public. But anyway, there's water laying in different areas. And you know me by now, I took pictures. I left the cemetery. I received a call from beep, beep, a grandson to a headstone in the cemetery. I answered the phone to him and I'm able to talk to him because Madison is driving. We talked for a little while to him asking me to send the pictures of his grandparents' headstones to him. I sent him five pictures. He told me that he will have his cousins he would talk to his cousins because they still go out there. He said he hasn't gone out in years, but he would get with them and go to the cemeteries to see what this is about. I said the beep headstone family is one of the ones I wanted to talk to because the headstone helps prove what the story is. He said, you are a good person for not just doing this for yourself, but you're doing it for all of them. He said, so thank you. I said, you are welcome. I'm not walking away from this. I can't. He said, are you going to pursue this then? I said, yes, I can't walk away. He said, this is the kind of stuff you read about, not that it happens to you. We talked a little longer and we hung up. I sent him the pictures at 6.31 p.m. January 19, 2020. Madison and I went to the cemetery. I really want to go see where the water level is. Water is still laying out here. It's so sad. My body aches from what they did. 
and I can't wait to have my day to say what I know. Later this evening, I did receive an email from beep, beep, from the newspaper. He told me, Wednesday will give you the most readers for the weekday. We are past the deadline for this Wednesday, so I would recommend waiting until January 29th. That will give us some time to have your ad copy, and it will go to our design department for an ad layout, as well as me getting approval from you and our publisher. Let me know if you want any additional comments added to the layout along with your name and phone number. We will design at no additional cost to you and you will have the opportunity to approve prior to publication. Then I will need payment by Monday, January 27th. The ad can be placed in main news and if you wish, I could request it to be near the obituary page. That may allow for more readership under the circumstances of the subject matter, but I cannot guarantee it will end up there. Let me know your thoughts. Thanks. Beep. 10.22 a.m. this morning. I sent an email back to Beep. It said, yes, Wednesday the 29th works for me. And yes, the public can contact us at, and I left my phone number, ask for Emily or Nicole. I believe my number is already in the ad. I will have the chance to review and pay when we are ready for the ad to run. Main news will be great or near the obituary. Thank you so much for your help. 3.22 p.m. Beep emailed me back. Hi, Miss McMahon. Beep. B will be helping you go forward with the design and scheduling of your ad. B's contact information is, and he gave me her phone number and email address. I have copied her on this message and she will be reaching out to you soon to discuss creativity. Thank you so much. B, 4.10 p.m., I emailed B. Thank you very much. So as for my ad running, I am so darn happy. 8 o'clock p.m., I receive a call. It's a mother of a baby in the cemetery. She asked me what the letter is about, and I told her as much as I could without including my findings. She said, I do remember the little rock headstone laying up next to the tree. She also said she remembers the two trees. She then said she is going to go out to the cemetery. I asked her, when you do, if you find anything wrong, will you please call me back? She said, yes, I will. She said, my son lays back to the fence to the right of the electrical pole. She said, I will go out there and call you back. I said, yes, please do. She said, bless you, Emily. I told her to have a good evening and we hung up. When I hung up the phone, I had to get the pictures of the day of Megan's funeral out to look at them to see where the pole is in the picture. And I'm right. Even back in 1999, the pole is to the south of the tree. Megan's tree. Not the tree they lied about cutting down. Oh my gosh. 12.52 p.m. B from the... Beep, newspaper called. She asked to talk to Emily. 
I said, this is her. She told me who she was and we talked about the ad. She asked me to name a title for the ad. I said, um, usually I can ring something right off the top of my head, but I'm blank right now. She said, you have time to think of one. I said, all right, um, how about Beep Cemetery? She said, yes, that tells what the ad is about. It needs to catch the reader. I said, yes, how long do I have to come up with one? She said, by Friday. I said, okay, I can come up with something by then. We talked some more, and as we did, her and I came up with the title. She then asked, have you talked to the news? I said, I have wrote letters and emailed the news stations, and I have not heard anything. She said, you need to call the news. I said, all right, can I talk to you by putting the ad in the paper and talk to them too? She said, yes, get it out there. This has gone on long enough. I said, okay, I will give them a call. She said, all right, I'm sorry you have gone through this. I said, thank you, beep, for all your help. And when you hang up for me, you tell, beep, beep. I said, thank you for getting back to me because I have gone through a lot of that even when my daughter and I first started calling. She said, we don't do that around here. I said, thank you, beep, thank you so much. She said, you're welcome and hang in there. We will get this out there and get it resolved. We told each other, uh, each other to have a good day and hung up. I hung up the phone feeling positive. Someone is finally listening. Let's get it done. I looked up the number for channel news. Beep. I found the number and I called it. I left a message. I'm nervous about making the calls, but I do know I need to do this. Now I know I can, I am. As my afternoon went on, I looked at pictures. I keep looking to see if there's any more proof. I've been looking at one picture from the early 2000s, and when I noticed the headstone across the street from the beep headstone, I needed to go to the cemetery to look to see what kind of headstones were across from the beep headstone now. And as I thought, it's the truth about where the beep headstone stood before. I took pictures. This evening, Madison took them to develop and blow them up. Another piece of truth. I love you, my angels. January 22nd, 2020. Today has been a good day. I did go to the cemetery because I have been looking at pictures of the past few days. And I saw one from Saturday and then one from yesterday and I thought they were screwing with the tree. So I went to the cemetery to see with my own eyes and thank God they have not. See, the city of beep. All I did was go to check it out. That's all you had to do and do it within the rights of the people, but you didn't. Four more days and the ad will be in the statewide paper and I can't wait. I also can't wait to show my evidence. So until then, keep us in your prayers. January 23rd, 2020, 9.17 a.m. 
My health nurse called this morning. She called to see how I was doing. I tried to tell her what had been going on without crying, and I think I did pretty well until I got to November 26, 2019. She listened, and I appreciated it. She asked, are you going to go to the media? I told her, it will be in the beep newspaper Wednesday and then again on Sunday, and I'm waiting on a call from channel beep. She said, oh, that's good. I said, yes, I have to get it out there. I have to find that one person to look at what this is, and they will see it too. We talked a little bit, and she was going to a dentist appointment, so we let each other go. I wrote my paper of events so I can speak from my paper instead of trying to remember everything to mention in order. I wrote, Headstone washed away from floodwaters, May 7, 2015. I visit the cemetery to find headstones out of place, out of the ground. Some were underwater, and it's a mess, on May 9, 2015. May 11, 2015, we called the city to let them know what had happened. No return calls to us. 2016, still calling, no returned calls. This spring, I had a meeting with them and they say they cut down a tree, a tree to the south of where Megan had been laid to rest for the past 16, 17 years, where a tree never stood. Day of flood, May 7, 2015, no tree. Easter of 2016, no tree. Halloween of 2016, dirt piled to their claims of cutting down a tree. We start investigating ourselves. We took pictures, matching them to pictures taken from April 10, 1999 to 2008. They don't match up. June 22, 2017, we hire an attorney to let him go on December 4th, 2019. We view pictures and video from November 26, 2019 to have nothing resolved. November 26, 2019, dug up a casket to have more questions than answers. And the pictures and the video show something isn't right. The proof is in the pictures. I know I can say now, I'm ready to talk to whoever will listen. Please listen. As I finished writing this, I felt my anxiety level all over the place. I wrote the paper so I could read off of it to not get too far ahead of myself when I do talk about it. And yes, I do get emotional about it, but who wouldn't be? Man, oh man, can we get this taken care of already? I haven't heard from the news station yet, but I'm hopeful they will get back to me soon. But I will call them tomorrow. I just can't let any more time go by. 5.12 p.m. I didn't hear anything from the news, so I looked up the information to get in touch with them. I'm going to email four different stations. I hope one or two or all 
of them contact me. It's so frustrating. At 5.54 p.m., I emailed news, beep, with my story. At 5.55 p.m., I emailed news, beep, with my story. News, beep, didn't have an email, so I wasn't able to send one to them, or at least I couldn't find one. I think the emails for that channel goes to the individuals. At 5.59 p.m., I emailed news, beep, with my story, in hopes tomorrow one of them will contact me, or all three of them will. I pray we will be safe throughout this. This evening I had a really nice conversation with my nephew, Brian. I had to explain to him where I am, why I haven't been in touch with many. I expressed to him the truth. This case is consuming my time. I'm happy to hear from him and all because he was thinking about us. I enjoy talking to him. Thank you, Brian, for listening. And thank you for calling. I love you. January 24, 2020. I'm practicing the word, the action, patience today. Madison tells me, be patient. So today I'm going to do that. They know how to reach me and it will happen when it happens. 2.57 p.m. I emailed beep at the beep newspaper. It said, good afternoon, beep. I'm ready to pay for the ad when you are ready. Thank you, Emily. 3.01 p.m. Beep emails me back. Wonderful. I had to do mock-ups and it's ready. Take a look and let me know. I'm still here for about 45 minutes. My prayers are with you. When I received the email, I read it. I let Madison look it over and we agreed it's ready. At 3.22 p.m., I emailed her to say, yes, excellent job. I waited. I thought she would call me, but she didn't, so I called her. 3.28 p.m., she answered and said, Hello, this is Beep. Beep. I said, Hi. Beep. This is Emily. She said, Hi, Emily. How are you? I said, I'm all right. She said, It's ready and I will take payment. I read off my payment information. She said, All right, Emily. It will be on the 29th and I'm going to tweak it for Sunday. I said, all right, and thank you so much. You are an angel. She said, no, I'm praying this all works out for you. Let's get the ball rolling for you. I said, thank you so much. She said, you are welcome. I told her to have a good weekend. She told me the same, and we hung up. A little bit later, I received an email saying, Emily, confirming January 29th, Sunday, February 2nd. Best of luck on everything. Beep, beep. 4.44 p.m. I emailed her. Thank you so much. I feel so relieved that this is on its way to being published. I told Madison maybe I can try to relax these next few days except for checking out the cemetery. She agreed. Keep us in your prayers. 
means that this works for us. January 25th, 2020 and January 26th, 2020, Madison and I decided to go to beep for two days. We had a relaxing time. We visited Beep Park the night of the 25th, and then on the 26th, we went to Beep, Beep. It's a beautiful place to visit. It is just good to get away and get it off my mind. Thank you, Maddie Rose. January 27th, 2020. It's quiet today, which is a good thing. I need some of this stress to release me. I did receive a call today. I wasn't able to answer the call at this time, so I'm hoping whoever it is, hopefully he or she will leave a message. But whoever it was, didn't. It is from beep, beep, called at 12.51 p.m. I will call the number back in the morning just to see who it is. Thank you for whomever it is for reaching out. January 28, 2020. Today I know who it is now. I did call the number back. It was a phone that calls out but doesn't call in. in an outgoing call phone, but not an incoming call phone. I checked to see if there was such a phone and the few people I asked said yes. So if you know me, you know I wondered why she is calling. Hopefully she will call back. The few people I asked, I told them who it was, but I'm not going to say right now who it is. And I pray it is for the good, or is it a coincidence? January 29, 2020. Today the ad came in the beep newspaper. I'm praying for lots of calls, positive calls, of course, and I'm really hoping for that one person to call me back. Let it be a good day full of kind people. We went to the cemetery to check on things after the rain we had all day yesterday. It's flooded. I took pictures. When I pulled out of the northeast entrance, there were cars pulling in and they are having a funeral. I backed up to go out the entrance in the west. I'm so damn mad. Now back in September, they fixed the drains. My thoughts are, hell, I thought we were out there meeting one another to get this fixed, to move the headstones back. But it wasn't. These people just don't give a damn. And I don't think anyone will blame me for thinking that. I also sent the ad to a few family members and friends. They were all really encouraging. January 30th, 2020. Not one call. It's okay, though, because I know this will get noticed sooner or later. And while I'm listening to Madison, she told me to be patient, and I am doing that. I am, as of today, collecting names of big-time newscasters on channels Beep and Beep and another name that's familiar to the public. I'm going to tell whoever wants to listen. God be with us. January 31st, 2020. I feel this morning like I need to do something more. I have a feeling that maybe I should contact the Attorney General. I'm talking to a friend and she thought I had already done that. 
I said I tried a while back and the lady on the phone put me through to someone else when it was disconnected. And in my mind, I thought, man, is anyone on my side? My friend told me, yeah, you need to contact him or her. I said, all right, I will. We hung up and I called Nicole to have her to call to find out what we need to do. I sent her the ad that's in the paper and I gave her some information. 9.30 a.m., Nicole called the Attorney General's office. She called me back after she was done talking and she said, the lady on the phone told me to send our information to her through email and she would review it and take it to the city and then the funeral home and after that she would get back to us to tell us what to do next. Nicole then receives an email with the lady's email on it. She sent it to me. After I hung up the phone from Nicole, I start having the feeling of doubt. The feeling of, is this another waste of time? Is this another time where we share our information to be ignored? I talked with a friend again and she asked me, how do you feel about sending it to the Attorney General? I said, I feel in doubt. She said, don't send it then. I said, all right. She said, if you're in doubt, just don't send it. Wait until you feel better about it or just don't send it at all. I said, I feel as though it's a big waste of time. Send all the information, pictures and copies of this and that, and then to not hear anything from them. She said, have you sent letters to your senators? I said, yes, I have sent letters to the senators, our state representatives, and to our councilmen. And there was only one senator that called me. I sent him my information, and not long after that, well, he's been busy because I haven't heard from him anymore either. These are the kind of rod roadblocks I have run into. She said, wow. I said, yeah, it's crazy. She said, get all your information together and hopefully you will hear something soon. I said, yes, let's hope. We talked a little longer and hung up. I picked Madison up from school to go to the cemetery. And there's a truck here backed up to the main manhole. It looks to me like he's draining the water off the ground. And, and in Megan's area, there's still a lot of water on the ground from two days ago. It's so sad. So much for them fixing the drains. I also tried calling the person that called me at the beginning of the week back. It said, this number is not in service. It's a business line, so I don't think my call will go through. But please call back. Someone help. Later this evening, I wrote a letter to a public official. It needs to be worked on and I will work on it over the weekend to send it to him the first part of the week. Wish me luck. February 1st, 2020. I have read my letter to he, a friend, and of course she helped me with her advice. I did fill in some information that was needed to prove what I'm saying. I'm just not sure if I should include the dark lines on one on each side of Megan's headstone and I know it's a crucial piece of what happened out there, but I, but do I need to share all the information right now in case he doesn't help? I just don't know. I have written a 635 word letter to B and I, 
I hope with all my heart he reads it and feels that this needs to be addressed. I'm going to work on the editing and see if I need to add any more over the next few days and send it to him. I hope this works out for all of us affected. I would like to thank you for listening and I look forward to you listening to episode eight. And I would like to tell you that you can find Emily's podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcast, Podcast Index, Audible, Listen Notes, RSS.com Community, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast. Please listen to the podcast. Please help. Thank you. Use kind words.